so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Hello and welcome back to the Marseille View. Uh, my name is Stefan and tonight I'm going to be hosting and it's our annual TMV awards ceremony tonight. So it's our end of season review episode. It's um, a bit late, so we probably should have done this about a month ago, but it's here now, uh, so hopefully it should be fun. And we've got a pretty big group of us to go through it together. So we're going to um, we're going to talk about the season in the past and at the beginning, and then what we'll do is we'll kind of dive right into our awards. So we've got the same awards that we've been doing every year for the last four years, I think, now. So we've got eight awards, and we'll talk through them. Um, and the plan is that uh, based on how many votes each candidate gets um, from each of our panellists, um, we'll announce the winners of the TMV awards. So um, joining me to do that. So firstly, I've got Ben. How are you, Ben? Ah, good, good to be back. Yeah. And um, nice nice to have you back, mate. It's, uh, it's, it's fun hosting and all, but... Um... It, it, we do miss an element of Scottish influence when you're not here and, and expertise. So it's uh, very just to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fitting. It's fitting that we have you back for this episode because this. Um, I remember when we did it the first time and, and we were coming up with all the names. I think you 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 came up with six out of eight of them and they were all bangers straight away. So it's good to have you here with us and uh, yeah, good to be here with everyone else. And then. Yeah, as you say, debrief on last season, do the awards, and then we can on the in the next episode we can look forward. Yeah, I mean I've done it like I haven't actually been on the show with you guys, but I don't think since like before Christmas anyway, or probably early at the beginning of the season. I think I did a couple done a couple of episodes, but they were like speaking to like other people. Like I did that Atalanta one, I think at the start of the the year. And the one um, just last week there about Marcelino, but I haven't done anything with you guys for ages, so it's the first time I've recorded with you. So yeah, it should be fun. Anyway, so yeah, glad to be back. Thanks. Um, who else have we got? So we've got Alex. You alright, Alex? Yeah. Hi everyone. No, it's good to good to talk about this season. To be fair, it feels like we we moved on from this season about two months ago. So it, it's strange to think about it, but. It should be fun. I mean, it was uh, very eventful, so um, a lot to talk about. I think it's a good point, actually. And to be honest, like, I think um, for me anyway, like the season was kind of over before it was over. So, um, yeah, it does feel like a long time ago. But, yeah, thanks. Um, who else have we got? Julian? Hello. Hello, Stefan. Hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, delighted to to do my second year of uh, of the glorious uh, Marseille View Awards. I've been looking forward. It's 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 really great. I hope we ha- we're gonna have some fun tonight. Good, good. Um, um, Thomas. Yes, hi guys. Stoked for this episode and for the new season. 
Um, yeah, and can I actually can I start with a shameless plug because I I honestly forgot to do that last time that I was here, but I just wanted to mention that I run now a Twitter account for Polish fans of uh, Olympic Marseille. So and there there is some English stuff as well there. So feel free to visit the, the handle uh, on Twitter is uh, Olympic Polska P O L. SKA. I know it's a, maybe a bad time to start a Twitter account with all the shitstorm that Elon Musk is, you know, steering. But uh, anyway, feel 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 free to to check out the account and happy to be here. Just, uh, just remember, Thomas, to follow my votes or no tickets for you guys next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a good point. Like about Twitter, like I've noticed the like our Twitter page is a lot quieter than it used to be. Um, probably not been as consistent with tweeting in the last six months but it's still I don't know just the activity is a lot lower even when when do sort of ramp up um our tweets and I think just lots of people are just not using Twitter at the moment I think a lot of people just can't be arsed with it and you know like when you're using it yourself like just the like your feed is just not as like diverse as it used to be just finding just the same tweets pop up all the time it's just yeah it seems a bit of a mess but anyway um who else have we got charles charles hi stefan how are you yeah i'm good 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 to be back players at back at the commentary they're getting on the scale Paye is going to scare the whole top management so uh so yes yeah, so that's good to be back in my first award for me so uh i'm on my bow tie tuxedo on so ready for the big night <laughs> well, you're not getting an award <laughs> well I'm part of the jury, so you know, you're going on stage, you deliver those awards, so... I think you misunderstood <laughs> the format here, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, damn it. Okay. Tuxedo for another time, then. So, there's, like, there's six of us in total, but I'm not going to vote this time. Um, I, I'll be honest, I missed quite a lot of games at the second half of the season, so I feel like I'd be cheating a little bit. Um, but that kind of helps anyway, because it's better that we have an odd number, um, with nominations, then it'd be yeah, we're more likely going to have uh, an obvious choice. Um, whereas, like I think before when we've done it with like four of us and stuff like that, we we often end up with like two people, two like two players getting two nominations each and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, like no, should make it easier. But yeah, before we do the awards, then so we just have a quick recap on the season. So. Um, I'm going to say very much. Um, we've been covering the season. We, you guys have been throughout um, after every few games, but um, Marseille finished. We finished in third place in the end. I think for a lot of us, we probably thought for much of the season that we were probably going to finish um, second. And I sort of, you know, in the last the couple of months of the season, it kind of became apparent that wasn't going to happen, wasn't it? But um, despite that. Wouldn't you say you, I'm, I'm, I, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but are you happy with the season? I know that we like we picked up a lot of points this season com- compared to previous many previous years. Um, it's still been a very solid year, hasn't it, for Marseille? And who who would like to go first? I know there's got many of you, so any nominations? Who wants to speak first? All right, I'll start. Um, 
Yeah, look, he was, uh, he was, you know, first of all, he was uh, 180 degrees from what we had with Sampaoli in terms of style, of attitude, of uh, everything. Like Tudor came here to to change everything, and and so he did. Um, you know, all out press, very physical, no place for, you know, slacking. So no like tiki taka like like Payet or Gerson used to like it, and. And, you know, from the get-go, it was it was extremely different and very intense. And I think it kind of fit the, the you know, what a lot of Marseille fans want to see, you know, in terms of um, in terms of, uh, of of effort and and energy. And as you mentioned, overall, it was a solid season. I mean, uh, you know, especially when you look like our results away from home, we've been really good. We've beaten Lyon. Twice we've beaten Monaco, we've beaten PSG in a cup and so on. So we had we had a lot of really good results, but in some time it felt a bit like a season uh, which was good, solid. We we did what we had to do, but it, it, we kind of missed the opportunity to really get a, a, an amazing season. Like like we, we were so close to that, beat on on you know qualify for the knockout of the Champions League or. Uh, winning the the French Cup, and I think we were, you know, fairly close to both of them. We were one header from uh, Colasinac to, to qualify for the Champions League uh, playoffs, and then in the Coupe de France, we had just you know open door after after beating PSG and just a lack of attention or or, or confidence or whatever that was uh, against Sancy just changed everything. So it's the season that could have been. Uh, solid season, but you know it could have been something special, um, you know, overall. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Charles. Yeah, I agree with what Alex just said. It's just a bit. Of, you have a bit of better taste in your in your mouth after that season. But overall, if you think back, like last time at this time of the year, if you have told us like would have made it back to Champions League or at least the playoff, we'll have all signed up for it. I think we still lack of quality from both the management and the players. Tudor is a good coach, but not a great coach. The players are good players, but not good enough. Uh, so, so yeah, um, we're getting there. We are progressing, not as fast as some would expect, but we're getting there slowly but surely. So overall, I think solid season and nothing we can complain about. Okay, uh, uh, Thomas, have you any reflections that you want to add? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, echo what Guy said. I, I agree completely. I, when when Tudor actually came, it was uh, you know uh, quite a surprise that somebody left us at the start of, of, the, of the season. I, I remember that I, I I thought that actually a fourth place would be a success with uh, a completely different style of play and a, and a coach etc. So so when when you think about it like that, it's it, it's surely a success. But on the other hand, we could really go all the way uh, in at least Coupe de France and maybe in league as well because Paris was very weak uh, this season. Um, but just to touch upon what what Charles said, I think uh, yeah, I'm I'm just have this kind of a deja vu feeling actually. I and I and I'm 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 I feel that like once more a year passed, we we, we have a new coach, we will just exchange forty percent of our of our squad. And I'm I have this kind of a not very warm feeling of being stuck in kind of a limbo. 
but um, I hope it's a pro it's a progress, but maybe a very slow one. But I hope it's it is a progress. But I would finally would like to see some you know fruits of this uh, success next season. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that as well. It does feel sometimes that you don't make much progress when you're constantly chopping and changing every season. Um, okay, uh, right. Anyone else got any other yeah, comments they want to make? I can go. I don't have much to say. Um, I'm by the buffet, basically. I'm here for the award, so I'm by the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bit of champagne and I'm just waiting. No, no. Um, no, guys, just, I mean, you know, I wouldn't ha add anything much about this season like uh, we could almost have a um, uh, a whole episode about debriefing of the last season but it feels like you know it's already um, it's, it's already a long time ago now and uh, the new season started today with with training and now there is a new coach and there is a new dynamics and and yeah you know like we, we wrapped it up we were a bit disappointed uh, but now we are you know we just want to look forward and and we have already very exciting uh, things coming up, like already in, in August with uh, with Champions League qualifiers. So, um, so you know, like, uh, let's go forward. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, Ben, then you get to finish up on this topic, I think. It's oh, mostly because I was having a piss, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, not much to add to the guys. I guess the, the one thing, Thomas, I, I agree with you, the déjà vu feeling. But, but whilst it's déjà vu with the frustration of, of you know, shitting the bed in the big games and um, feeling like we were on the verge of something great after the the PSG games and the two wins against Sporting and Champions League that gave us hope that we might actually qualify from the group stage for the first time in in ten years and stuff. <clears throat> um, that's déjà vu, but but. For once, we can actually say there's a bit of déjà vu with last season in a positive way, which is we qualified for the Champions League again, and we we showed some form of consistency in terms of the the, the points haul and and the number of wins and and the stature that, that probably most of our fans would expect us to to be in consistently and and every year, which is top three of Liga and almost there were there were probably. Two, one or two weeks this year when, when people were thinking we could all the titre, you know, we, we, we can go and fetch Paris if we beat them at the Venable, we'll only be a point behind them and stuff, and then we lost inevitably. But yeah, déjà vu in two senses. And I, I'm, I'm left, like everyone, a bit with a bitter aftertaste, but at the same time, this, if there hasn't been progress, there hasn't been any, any, um, any step backwards. And that's a mini satisfaction, but that all depends on how we capitalise on it in the transfer window and, and next season, if we improve or if we at least manage top three again. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think a lot of the things anyway that we're, you know, about the season pass, we'll pick up through the awards, won't we? So we'll pick up some of the, the, those more. I'm getting someone, sort of, I think someone's on mute. If you can mute your mic, if you're not speaking, someone's speaking. Sharp. <laughs> Thomas is the guilty party, it seems. Um, thanks, Ben. Um, so, <laughs> apologies. Yeah, so I think we'll we'll pick up on some things anyway as we go through the awards. You know, we'll start remembering some of the key moments and stuff. But um, and in terms of like uh, where we're at now, I know there's a lot going on around the club. Um, you know, new coach transfer windows opened and stuff but we'll we'll pick that up as well like later in the, in the summer with, with some other episodes and covering the Mercato as we've always doing but like now let's just focus on the awards so 
Um, this is the, supposed to be the fun stuff. So we've got eight awards. Um, I haven't really decided what order we we'll best do them in. Um, what should, how shall we start this? I think normally we probably just started with the, the big one at the beginning. Um, shall we do that? Any anyone disagree? Oh, oh. What what do you define as the big one? Because well, the, uh, ba- the Ballon one... deserves the big one. Uh, the best player. Uh, that's not like, the most we all know which one, one okay. is the okay. we all know which one is the big one. Yeah, we don't even need to say his name anymore. Right. Okay. We'll start with um. Yeah, we'll start with that because then we finish off with the best moment Basil Bowley Award, which is a good way to finish off. The episode. So let's start with the big one. Um, who is the best player of the season? So who is the Ballon d'Azur uh, 2023? And I would just remind people, um, if you can't remember last year, we all voted uh, Dimitri Payet that award, except Ben, who was very upset that his favourite player won the award. Um so yeah, who's going to succeed him this year? So we're going to go around the group and each of you, you're going to nominate your player and say a little bit about why you've picked that player. So who wants to go first? Um, or shall I just pick any hands? I can go, I can you pick, go. You pick. Please, Julianne, you go first, please. So um, uh, I was really, really having a hard time between three players. Um, Nuno Tabares, uh, Dimitri Payet, and the third one, but I went for Alexis Sanchez because uh, I thought he was just a bit better than the the, the two others I mentioned. No, just kidding. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> Alexis Sanchez. I think it's uh, it's self uh, self explanatory for me. Like we had, um, I I talk in the past sadly because I think he's gone, but that's another subject. But uh, we had a uh, close to world class player in our club and um, on lots of levels, and uh, it showed. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, I think yeah. I won't. I won't comment right now. Uh, Charles, uh, I think you're next. So do you want to nominate who you think is the best player of the 2023 yeah. season? So as you know, I'm the data guy here with Thomas. So I had a look at uh, FODMOB, Soccer Score, who scored. You know, they have a, an algorithm to rate the player over the season. So, Fodbop gives Rongier close Veretout, no Alexis, surprisingly. Sofa gives Alexis close and Veretout. And Wuskors gives Sanchez, Rongier and close. So, I guess between Sanchez and close, we are both right. Close has been pretty consistent, I guess, over the season. He did deliver so many assists. It's, to be honest, like, it's a good integration. I mean, when he signed up from Lance, I mean, I was a bit surprised he would do that well. Um, so to me, it's between Claude and Sanchez, and given we have another category where I guess Sanchez is going to win it, I'm going to give it to Close. Oh, that's good. That's interesting. And you know, I put a poll out on Twitter for this award and named, the, I think, get four options on Twitter polls, and I didn't put Klaus in it, and I, and I, I realised that after. I, thought, I didn't even put him in, actually. He's, he's one of the best performing players of the season, but he kind of dropped off, didn't he? In the last few months of the season? No. Yes, the post-World Cup and you have this whole 
narrative on the media and the local press, like Klaus lost it, he's going out, TikTok videos, whatever. But I think he came back pretty strongly at the end of the season. And it was really hard. I mean, given he was pretty much the only fullback that we had the whole season, covering left, right, changing position, he has adapted very well. So, um, I mean, I think Alex has been talking a lot about Klaus being more dangerous on the left wing. I mean, no one would have expected that at the beginning of the season. So, uh, I think it's a testament of how good the player has been and adaptable the player has been in a very tough and crucial position in, in Tudor system. So, I think you have to give it something to him. Okay, great. So uh, I think Ben's coming in right now. Oh, very coming in, in hot. I mean, um, whew, okay, yeah. Uh, you've had you've had a, a, a good few months, Charles, but um, don't know if we'll be seeing you next season. Uh, I mean, uh, close. Yes and no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes and no. no. I mean, Wait for me to, <laughs> to to show that you know and pass the gonna get in the water, mate. Wait I mean, me. I mean. I mean, look, you brought the stats into it, but but I mean, um, Steph, mate, you know, like you you admitted you barely watched the games and you were able to step in and say, yeah, but he he did have a shit period, didn't he? Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, fair play. I guess statistically, you, you've got you you've got a point, Charlotte. Statistically, he you know he got probably the most assists of the Noem player in recent years, I guess. And um, fine, you know, if you, you've got a you've got a well, just statistics. Well, you've got to follow the statisticians. I get it. Um, I mean, okay. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna. That's it. I've said my turn. I'm gonna go with Sanchez, but that's, I've, that, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Please, Alex, save me. Uh, am I the, am I the only one left? Um, well, look. If you look at at the first months of competition, I think Nuno Tavares should be uh, <laughs> should be part of the discussion. Um, no, but seriously, um, uh, I think Alexi. Uh, for me, it's uh, Alexi or uh, Mbemba, and you know they both had an ama- amazing season. Uh, I think Mbemba, you know, started to lose his, his spot for the second part of the season, while Alexi became stronger and stronger and. Uh, he just brought the team, you know, not just on these technical skills, but on this effort, the pressure. Uh, he was the real captain of the team, you know, especially in, in games where we were struggling and it was difficult away games like at Reims or, or, or places like this. So the first game of the Champions League that we won uh, against Sporting, he's the one that really made the difference. Um and on top of that, obviously, there's the technical technical skills that he had that we saw from the first game at Brest. In the first few minutes, he takes the ball between the line control and set up someone for um, on a through ball, and you could see it was a different class. So for me, it has to be uh, has to be Alexi. Okay, good. Uh, another Sanchez. So that leaves us with one more vote, uh, Thomas. Yeah, for me it cannot be no one else than, than Alexis. I, I uh, like everything has been said already, but I, I just wanted to emphasize what Alex touched upon. I think his influence on the dressing room actually was, I don't know if not even maybe more important than what what he did on the uh, did on pitch. I, I think he was just like a model professional, and uh, it's something that Longoria wants from the team, right? Uh, so so in that case, I really 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 uh, think he was 
missed our best player this season, and I, contrary to what Julian said, I I I honestly think that he will stay for 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 the next season. I hope so, and I think he will. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm kind of. It's not surprising, but I thought maybe more people might have picked him, Ben. But I I I did like him, Ben. But I, I, would I have picked him? Probably. Maybe it'd be a bit of a stretch over Sanchez, but I don't know. Like his transfer was just such a good transfer. But um, is is yes. there a case for for Rangier? I mean, he scored a yeah, goal. Yeah, I agree as well. Important. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think sometimes just because you're a forward, you get maybe a little bit more um, appreciation than other other players would, and more defensive players or hardworking players kind of just get a little bit unrecognised with these things. Um, yeah, Sanchez, he definitely like um, was the difference in a lot of games, but I'm surprised at like how how. Um, unanimous it is like because not like and he, uh, i put the twitter vote out as well and it was like almost everyone voted for sanchez so yeah i don't know but fair enough then so um sanchez i i, I <coughs> one thing i'll say as well i was a little bit skeptical about his signing last summer i thought he was maybe past it i didn't think he would have that impact so he has been a very good signing he's been a pleasant surprise and yeah you guys are right i guess he's been the leader on the pitch um and possibly off it as well. So yeah, fair play to him. Even if the fucker yeah, will we keep really him? Leave, but... <laughs> I guess that's the... sorry. Will we keep him? That's yeah. Will we keep him? Leave. That's the big question now. Yeah. Um, so but, yeah, if he so... doesn't stay, Klus should be the winner. That's another case for Klus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm teasing obviously. Yeah. Alexis was the best player. So yeah. Did you so guys the... see Alexis uh, in uh, last Instagram post a few days ago? It was very strange. Like uh, he was, I, I didn't. I just saw it briefly, but he was showing some um, some uh, <clears throat> landscape in Italy, and he was making. Uh, I think he said something on his on his on his post, like something like Italy next with a cross towards you know towards yeah, future, so something like that. It felt a bit. Um, it, it felt a bit like uh, he, he wanted to say something there, but uh, I wonder yeah, well, what. I, I don't know if like many Italians. I don't. Know, I can't really see him going many places in Italy, but who knows at this stage? Um, okay, so 2023 Ballon d'Azur succeeding Dimitri Payet as uh, another 30 something. It's Alexis Sanchez, so he is the player of the season. Well done. Hey. Hey. No surprise there, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, hope, let's hope we keep him then, um, and that he's in such good shape as well next season if he does stay. Um, right, well, who's next then? So the next award then we'll go to is probably the Marseille's Got Talent, which is the Best Young Player Award. Um, and traditionally this has gone to the best player under the age of, of 21 and under. So they only have to be 21 at some point in the season. They don't necessarily have to be... They can be 22 well, now, as long as they were 22. We are so yeah, yeah. 21. Right. <laughs> well, it's two. It might make, make it easy. So as long as they, the rule is, as long as they were 21 at some stage of the season and they've made some first team appearances, then they can they can be considered for this award. So I had to think about this. I don't know if there's that many players that actually fall uh, that meet the criteria, but anyway. Who's going to Is go it too for? late to vote for Bubakar Kamara? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he didn't. No, he didn't even do preseason, did he? Like, he didn't even cross the threshold. So, no, doesn't qualify. Yeah, 
No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because I, I, he won a loads, loads of awards last year when we did, and we already knew he was gone. Controversially, um, yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. How old is Vitinha? I'm sure. I'm sure he has a chance. He's, not, he's too old. Twenty-three. This is why I hate him so much. Is because he's not even young, right? He's really like, <laughs> hate. Not. Oh, the hate word. The H words come out. Zanupunasar. <laughs> Right. Anyway, let's stick to the, the let's stick to the plan here. Right. So who's going first? You go first. But I've got I've got some I, because I've got I mean I'm gonna I'm actually gonna make sense, right? But um, but it's gonna be maybe controversial and and because I want to mention them, but um, for my first pick would be uh, that Pedro Ruiz Delgado chap, um, just because he reminded me he was actually at the fucking club. <laughs> Um, I saw a photo of him in 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 like the uh, the gym, and I was like, oh, okay, he he fits the criteria. But more seriously, um, it's difficult because we haven't had many many. Um, we don't we don't really have any apart from Touré, who went out on loan and seems to have had a, a successful spell of Auxerre. So I did I did watch a bit of the youth team this season, and when I say watch, I fell on the results, and I'm gonna go. And because I don't think there's there's, there's much of a choice and, and maybe nobody else has thought of this, I'm going to go with that young Enzo Sternal, who seems to be a really good prospect. Did he play the been, first team, though? No, but he's been scouted by all the teams. But um, neither, neither of my nominees played, played in the first team. But um, if that makes my vote not count, fine. But I'm going to nominate him because I like the look of him. Uh, okay, so I, I mean, those two don't fit the criteria technically, so your vote goes to Dimitri Payet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what to do with this because I don't know if anyone. I think there's like one player. Um, right, we'll come back to you, right? Well, what was his, What was the guy's name? Enzo Sternal. He's, he's in Sternal. the uh, he's captain of the France under 17 squad, I think. Okay. Is he? Uh, all right. Yeah, man, he's sick. He looks sick. So he's obviously. <laughs> he, we we all know how it's going to go. He's obviously going to get a chance in the first team, not sign a pro contract and sign fucking Arsenal, isn't he? That's how this is going to happen. <laughs> all right. So right. I I didn't put a poll out on Twitter for this one because I couldn't think of anyone. <laughs> like yeah, the, let's the, just move on. Right. Who? Yeah. Right. Come on. Like quick. Let's go then, Alex. You go. Nobody. Nobody, I can't even I, answer. I can, I can, I can help you guys because I just pulled out the, 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 you know, the fact sheet and actually three uh, players eligible for for this award would be Isaac Touré, Bartuk Elmas, who played I think something like four minutes, and the last guy for whom my award goes to is uh, Francois Regis Muge, who actually scored this uh, uh, really insane goal and just for these emotions he has my vote the, in the in the Coupe de France against uh, Annecy. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought as well was Muku. Um, if Sarnal doesn't qualify, I'll side with Thomas. Yeah, okay, fine. Don't you, don't you have Cabore as under 21? I don't think so. I think he was 22, wasn't he, when he started the season? Let's see, what age is he now? He's 22 now, May 2001, so he would have been, yeah. Yeah, so he can go He can go on it, can he? Ah, yeah, you're right. Right, there we go. Yeah, don't, don't they actually have to be decent players to qualify? Uh, is that yeah, the criteria? I mean, is, <laughs> like, this is the thing. Is Mookie, uh, was he was his season more successful than Cabori? Probably. Oh, Sash, on Cabori. So anyone, um, does anyone, now that you know that Cabori qualifies, does that change anything for anyone? Yeah, no, Cabori finished well. He finished okay, well. so you're going Cabori, I'll write that one. I'm going to have to write this down for the first time. Ben, you still going with Enzo Stern now? Uh, yeah, why not? Fuck it, left field. Right, who's next? I like it, Ben. 
I like yeah. it. I go, I go for I go for Cabore just because he got more playing minutes than the other. That's it. <laughs> so that leaves the Julian. Can you? Yeah, yeah, Cabore. Well, I mean, it, oh uh, it, it, it would be a bit uh, a, a bit of a of a big joke to give it to uh, to Mr. Muge, even though I I wish him the best. But it's uh, good to go. I don't know Mug Muge the Mug. I don't Mug. know. <laughs> <laughs> Mujer, so, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure really. But anyway, so, anyway, my vote will go to to to, to Cabore. He, he, I think, you know, we, it would have been a mistake to buy Cabore, but he did an okay job. Like, you know, he, yeah, and he was the only one. So let's give him to him. Okay, so I'm. I'm it's a bit of a surprise for me actually that one. Um, yeah, because he was not a very good player for most of the season. Um, but it always the was, first time, the first always, time there's an award by default. I mean, oh. yeah, it always was says though. Like, we've always been crap for like producing and developing young players and giving young players a chance. And this season has probably been one of the worst. I think in as many that I can remember, where there's just been so few opportunities for young players. So it's pretty bad when our best young player is. Isa Kabori, who we, most of the season we all like, were complaining about how we couldn't believe how bad he was. I mean, I mean he isn't that bad. Like he's, as you know, as you guys say, he's, he's got a lot of good athletic qualities and stuff. But um, okay, so he gets three votes, so that makes him uh, he the winner of the Marseille's Got Talent Award. Isa Kabori, and and he's no longer at the club. <laughs> well done, Isa. Yeah, so he's got some legacy at Marseille you now. I almost said Isa Nisa, but I won't say it twice. <laughs> right, so the number three then, we'll move on. That was, yeah, that one over and quickly, forget about that. Uh, what The next award we've got, oh, this one is the Marseille Roulette, the best signing. So we've got to look back at the the, the past two transfer windows, so you can count the January window, but, all, but yeah, last summer as well. So who... Stefan Wolfen. Sorry for <laughs> listeners, they're just like bashing me in the chat. It's just trying to distract me. Um, apologies. Um, Waffle champion, unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> right, so the Marseille Roulette, the best signing of the season. I think there's quite a few good candidates in here. So who wants to go first, Thomas? You've got your hand up. Do you want to tell us about who you think? Yeah, I can, I can kick off this. He's a business with. Yeah, I can kick off this uh, this category. I think actually two of our best players this season, so Alexis and, and Memba, were actually free transfers. So that's pretty amazing. And so considering like the the their uh, how much we spent on them, I think I would nominate actually the latter one, so Chancel Memba, uh, only for the fact that I think he I I don't think will make any money on on Sanchez, right? Even if he uh, prolongs his uh, his contract, but actually I can imagine uh, that uh, that uh, member has some transfer value in the future, and we actually oh, oh, oh. it, it is. Can, yeah, he could be older. Know, he could be older than Sanchez, mate. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I know he's 48, but but still, like it's it's what's in his papers that matters. So I think my yeah my my vote goes on uh, member there. Very good piece of business. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, who's next? I'll just pick someone. Um, Charles? All right. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that. It's between Alexi and Nemba. And given you gave the best uh, player 
Wow, to, uh, to Alexis. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going, I'm following Thomas and uh, I'm going to go for Mbemba. Uh, no, just because we need someone very solid to play that high. And Mbemba has been there, so, scored so many crucial goals. Um, to be honest, I was, I didn't really expect him to sign last season. I expected more teams to come. He's, he was Porto captain, so I guess he had some kind of value on the market. So managed to sign him was really good and he delivered on the pitch. So, uh, so yeah, I'll give my vote to Mbemba as well. Okay. Two votes for Mbemba. Who's next? Who wants to come in? I yeah. can go. I can go. Oh, Alex. Uh, I'll be brief. Mbemba also. I won't have. I won't add anything. It. I, I think in a way it makes more sense to to give it to him than to to Alexis. Also because we gave the the trophy before to Alexis. But in the sense that um that um it was really a coup uh for, on on the transfer market to to get uh, Mbemba. So so I think he he deserves deserves it for that also. Right, so this one's decided, but you might as well come in the rest of you with your suge- your <laughs> suggestions, um, just for the sake of conversation. Alex? Yeah, I, I won't be too long as well. Um, <clears throat> Mbemba makes a lot of sense, and he, he brought a lot of energy, professionalism, goals, important goals, like the one against Tottenham, which were close to qualifiers for uh, uh, the Champions League. Um, also, he was involved in the goal against Paris in the Cup. I mean... He, he was a huge difference maker. He, he, and it's a bit of a question mark where he kind of lost his spot a little bit towards the end of the season with uh, with Tudor, something that hasn't been quite clarified. But um, hopefully he's still happy with us and, and we're going to keep him for a few more years. Yep. Um, so last vote is for Ben. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the, the guys for all the reasons they named them. Remember? I mean... Uh, Sanchez, I think when he when he signed and when when we were talking about him signing, I mean I, I you know I follow Arsenal in the UK and I I'd seen his quality. I know what he was capable of. The guy's a consummate professional side. Was kind of expecting him to 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 hit the heights he's hit. But then Mbemba, I mean as Charles said, you know Porto captain and stuff and just just the, the, the whole thing really. We were linked to him. I was surprised he signed. I was I was even more surprised than. He's gone on to to, to have a, a fantastic season. I think Daniel Van Buten was our last scoring defender that, that hit minimum six or seven goals, and, and Mbappé's got eight or nine, hasn't he? So just yeah, the guys the guys come in and and it's, it's yeah, you have to give it to him. I don't want to give both to Sanchez. Such so as yeah, good uh, good yeah. good on him and well played. So he gets all five votes. I'm kind of curious just to see who actually. Um, the the listeners voted to for on Twitter because I'm not sure they did vote for him, Bemba. Let me just find this one. Um, who was our best signing? Yeah, Sanchez won it. 67% of the vote, followed by Mbemba with 29%, followed by Gigo with 5%, followed by Vertu with 0%. <laughs> Jesus. I, I mean, I probably should have put Klaus in there, but I don't know why I put Vertu in. Just totally forgot about Klaus when I was doing those. The, well, the problem is the last two windows we've signed so many players. It's like, well, you can only pick so many, can't you? I mean, yeah. I know, Alex, you probably really, really wanted to put Malinowski in there, but he wasn't that good, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't a pro pro Malinowski. I think he was a a, a shot worth taking. Which come on, yeah. we had many, many conversations about this. Anyway, let's move on. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he scored a fantastic goal against PSG. That's that's already something. If he would have won the cup, uh, uh, this goal of Majnowski would have stayed forever in the history books of OM. So only for yeah. that, I, I, I like at least oh, for man, that, we, I. Our history is so poor recently that it, it's in the history books. Regardless. Yeah, it's the history book. He was. He was. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Chancel and Bemba wins the Marseille roulette, um, and that moves us on to award number four. We're getting through them. We're doing all right. Like so, number four, right, is the Revenant. So this is the most improved player of the season. This is probably my favourite award. Um, it's, at least it's the it's got the best title. There's <laughs> such terrible titles. Okay. So who's going first? I think um, Charles. You've already. Um, asked to go. So do you want to come in? Who's the most yeah. player of 2022? Yeah, again, I wasted some time comparing the overall scoring from one season to another, calculating the percentage in increase. So I pretty much have three players, which looks pretty strong from last season to this season. So it's going to come with a lot of controversies. Balerdi, Kolasinac, yeah. and Paul Lopez. I don't know why FODMOB scored Paul Lopez so badly the last season and so nicely this season. Uh, Roger as well has a decent increase in his uh, scoring. Uh, but now what my eyes are saying is Balardi. I mean, that, it cost us some goals, probably fewer goals than last season. But after Mbemba, I think he's been an amazing player for us this season. Every time he had to step in despite the pressure, he did very well. Um, I think he's, he's a, he, I mean, despite he's sometimes losing his concentration, is is one of the most complete defender we had for quite some time. He can do a lot of things, and it was so hard. All our defenders were so exposed this season, playing one on one during the whole season with such a highlight. That was a killer for all of them. So, yeah, uh, maybe I must be contrarian because people just just blame him for so many things. But I have to say there's a massive improvement from last season to this season and it was even more exposed. So you have to recognize uh, that uh, my vote will go for Balerdi. Well, so the three players you named just tells me that how much of a pretty crappy club we are if the three <laughs> most improved players are Balerdi, Kolasinac and Paolo Lopez. That is fucking depressing. So I was going to say, like next next year, Charles, you can pick the nominees, but not the, <laughs> not the people who get the awards, mate. I mean... <laughs> Jeez. I mean, who else you have like? Who else uh, you have like? Under? He must have improved a lot. I mean, I mean, Alex Rongier? is probably going to go for Under. Um, Rongier, hey. Rongier was already good last season, right? Um, yeah, I think, exactly. Didn't he win this? I think uh, Rongier won this award last season, didn't he? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he did. We we gave it to to Rongier. Yeah, so. so so he can't have that many players. You can't, really you can't come back him. twice. You can't nah. come back twice. Uh, you need to you need to be shit and then come back and be decent again to, to get it. But, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Yeah, the nominees that Charlotte, you're right, and and I agree. Like Paul Lopez, it's very harsh that he got he got shot like that on the scores apparently. But uh, uh, Belardi, I, I I already didn't shit on him last year personally, even though the, the media and the fans left to do it. I I did wouldn't <clears> consider him a, a huge flop from last season, so I wouldn't put him as a revenant. Um, but I would I would go for and uh, even though he didn't have a bad season last year I think it's just the way that he started the season he wasn't really a starter he was on the periphery and then 
after the World Cup, he came back and he, he had three months when he was absolutely stellar. Um, he, you know, he'd, he'd obviously gotten his head down. He'd, he'd reconverted to that sort of win position. But he, his effort, his his level of investment, his fighting spirit and stuff, he shows that there's actually a side to him that he's just he's not just a one-trick pony um, like a Tovan or someone that has been in the past. I mean, Tovan, don't get me wrong, he's got great stats for him and did really well. But in terms of his mentality and, and how, how young he still is and his ability to to readapt and to, to understand the coach expected certain things from him and he wasn't giving them and he did then give them. Um, he started off the season on the bench and he ended it as a as a pretty consistent starter. So I'd, I'd give it to Ender. You thief. can't believe you stole Ender from me. <laughs> I was just saying yeah, exa- the same exa- to exa- you. I mean, do you not want exa- him to win the award, Alex? Because the more people that vote for him, you might win the award then. It's kind of how it, it works. So I'm sure Under can live without this award, but no, I I, I totally agree with Ben. Um, when you think about it, he was that kind of tricky winger, not making a lot of effort, and you know uh, um, Tudor tried him a bit at the you know at the start of the season, it didn't quite work out because he wasn't working hard enough, and the guy totally changed his mentality, and at the end, let's be honest, he became the second most important player of um, of our club just behind Alexi. He was the one creating everything with Alexi. They were the two making the difference offensively. And I think offensively, we haven't been that that good overall as a team, but these two were able to to create chances and, and score and score goal, make differences in many games, especially away from home when they had a bit of space. So I think that the turnaround, the mindset from nice little tricky winger to a real warrior is 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 a really hard uh, uh, mindset to to shift, and and it's something that he's done. So um, I, I'll give it to him as well. Okay, thank you. Two for under. Uh, Thomas. Yeah, my vote also goes for, goes for under uh, Alex and Ben summed it up perfectly. I just wanted to to, to back up uh, what Charles said, and for me, Ballardi is a close second. I I honestly think he uh, he's a very complete defender. And I think it might be time for him to go, uh, but I'm pretty sure that in the next club that he will uh, he will play, he will be a very, very, very good player. I really like Baleardi and I, I think he's improved a lot and I think he has a bright future. The problem is when you look at the season, like... He, the game against Ansi is is a bit at fault on the two goals, and a lot of important games he's at fault. And, and he missed the penalty. Point. He missed the penalty. He missed as the well. penalty as well. He's just always and in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, I feel sorry for yeah, him. I feel sorry for it, him. It's it, it's crazy. I, I think the the way we play, which is as as you guys mentioned, is like you know full on attack or full on eye of the pitch, so putting a lot of pressure on our defense. I think mentally he's he's lacking a bit of that extra bit of, of confidence to be able to manage a situation like that. So he'll do well 90% of the time, but then the 10% that he won, you know, it costs us the game or a qualification or something like that. And and that's the problem. I think he, he would do really well to go to a club like Ajax or a club in Spain. We have more time on the ball and so on. And I think he'd do really well. But in Marseille, you know, the the, the pressure is, is quite different. He's, he's a bit young in his head for that, I think. I think there's only so many times though you can be unlucky and then it kind of stops being luck. It's really about deficiencies. Um, 
So it's anyway. a bit like Alex when he goes to the Villodrome and, and hasn't seen a win in 10 years. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> right. Okay, so... That's uh, not true. I saw a win last year. Right, come on. Who's uh, next? Uh, Julia? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I think I, I agree with, with you guys. I think it, it would be make sense to to give it to Under and um, and Balerdi in a way is not far far behind. I also thought maybe uh, it would be worth mentioning um, Seat Kolasinac, another another player who is sadly leaving us. Um, in the sense that um, I liked how already how he performed much better than than you know from his first half season with us, which gives me hope also for. Um, for uh, for next year for uh, for players who only have been at the club for half season and almost everybody has been killing them already i don't know if you guys have an idea of who i'm talking about but we will see about that but um in the case of Kolasinac, oh, yeah. like also yeah <laughs> and also like the um, the way he the way he um he remobilized himself after tottenham uh was was very good like like true I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss uh, him as a as a fighter you know as a as a warrior. Um, it's um, it's sad to see him go even though I guess he he was not really fit in a in a four four two but um but uh, in, in in more ways than one I'm I'm, I'm sad to to see him go. You, you'd almost need to make up the, a sort of Grinta awards, wouldn't we, Steph? And then he'd 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 be a, yeah, a solid, that'd be good. Solid Grinta award would be good. Like we could also have uh, we could also yeah. mention Gigo and etc. So Gigo, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, right. So what go. would that what would that award be called? The the what? We'll the Gigo. The, the <laughs> I feel like it's to be named after. The OM is campus, a bit Argent- no? The OM is a bit Argentina award. <laughs> Green, that's that's quite like we can revisit that after for next year. That's the, the, there's something there. Um, okay. Um, so I'm kind of surprised. Like, so you've gone for Inda. I wouldn't have gone for him. I would have gone for Kalasinac personally. But um, okay. You haven't watched the game, so um, I did watch most of the games. I just missed a number of games that I feel that I don't. I don't think I should be commenting if I didn't watch all the games, right? I mean, I mean he watched he watched enough, Alex, to 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 know that Charles was wrong about Klus. So yeah. <laughs> like, come on, I probably missed like maybe like I don't know eight nine games or something like that the the season. I don't know. Um, the um. That's catching quite a lot of games. <laughs> so, yeah, so Chengiz Under, he wins the, the Revenant, fair play to him. So he's the most improved player. Hey. He, he was kind of good last season, so it kind of doesn't really make much sense. But, um, okay, I get what you're saying. He, he showed different facets to his game. He's, yeah, he's developed in some way, even though he was less decisive this season. You could arguably say he was actually worse. But nonetheless, you guys made the votes. I'm just the presenter, so I'll... Democracy. Yeah, I feel like um, I probably should intervene here, but I'm going to let you have it. Right, so let's move on then. Chengizunda, he's the, the Revenant. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so next award is number five, the Machu Picchu. This is the best game of the season. Apologies for the name. And I say this every year, but we've still not come up with a better name. Um, so what was the best match of the season? And there's some good, uh, there was a good few to choose from this year, actually. And I was kind of surprised um, at how many of them were big games. On you go. Who's first? 
Well, apparently nobody liked any of the games. I, I, I can go. I, I honestly think it's a no contest this year. I think that the Coupe de France game versus Paris was not only this season's best game, but I would honestly say it was our best game in, I don't know, last five years, I think, honestly. Uh, it had no, all, no, it, no. It, Right. It had yeah, drama. It had it had quality. It it it, it was uh, at the well. So I, I I my my vote goes for this, and I'm very very confident uh, about this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyone else? Yeah, go on. So um, obviously the same game. Look, it, it was. I remember watching it. I thought it was a boxing match. Like the way we enter the pitch, the way we play, the intensity. We were just, you know very close to physically punching them and and it was great to see an OM team do that to to PSG and PSG were just not ready for this at all I know they, they missed Mbappe but they still had Neymar they still had Messi I mean there's no excuses it was just came and smashed them in the mouth basically and obviously with their talent they came back on one one with a bit of luck and and just we came back again and and for for 70 minutes the intensity I don't remember an OM game with such a such a level of intensity for 17 minutes before. It must have been a Bielsa time, and even that, I remember the game against Paris, that it wasn't for 70 minutes. Um, I think that was just outstanding, and the game I've enjoyed the most of OM for must be like 10 years, I reckon. Um, it, it was just it was just special, and even Tudor said he was the best game he's ever coached. It was exactly how and what he wanted to do as a coach um, with this team. So I, th- I think it was a fantastic game. Mm, okay. Um, Shillian? Yeah, I'm not surprised there. I, I, I will go for this game also. I, I think, um, I, I said that in, in the chat group, like if we would have uh, won the Coupe de France or, or, or at least not lose so pitifully against Annecy, um, uh, we could almost have have called this Machu Picchu like we could have renamed it the name of this game against Paris basically like uh, like okay I didn't say that in the group I just said it now <laughs> actually in the group I said something else <laughs> no, no, yeah it was why are you day. trying to rename all the awards well uh, you, you, you just you said be, that you just said that Machu Picchu you just said that Machu Picchu is not a very good name so um have some respect for your elders man like uh, Steph and I well Steph founded this and I joined in and then and then Julian Steph I'm sorry I, I think I'm I'm overstepping my uh yeah, some, my of elders, yeah. some of you I'm, guys I'm, very, I'm, I'm sorry guys I'm sorry I will um <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, um, do a penitence um no but like uh joke aside no no of course it it, it was this PSG game um yeah yeah it, it it will go it will go into history book no matter what but um but um but of course like it stays with a with a bitter taste because of of the game that came af- after it um yeah no 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 nothing to add nothing to add uh, it has to be that game i mean for all the reasons you guys have said um I, and i'll vote for that game obviously but uh but a close second, I mean, they're, they're, as you say, Stefan, we don't get to say this often. Um, I think remember that that second AVB season and the first San Paoli few months, like we, we were struggling because that was such a poor season. Um, we were struggling to pick out a decent game. And now, two years later, we've got the luxury of having like six or seven to choose from. And a, a close second, just for the scenario, and because I, I hate them more than Paris, is the, the, the win away in Lyon. <laughs> Um, the first win there in, in, what, 13 or 14 years, the way it happened when 
you know, we, we went ahead and then we missed chances and then equalised a bit of a, you know, a strange goal against a better play and then we close missed three or four chances and everybody was like, great, we've missed the boat, another frustrating draw. And then they score the most horrific own goal um, and we win the game <laughs> at the last minute. I think, I think well, it's, it's emotions, it. isn't it? It was, it was poetry and against, against a very bitter rival away from home. I mean, but PSG hands down has to win just because of the opponent and, and the performance. But but it's it's good that we have the luxury of so many choices. Uh, I, I mean, guys, I've got I've got a question. So, uh, which game would be better than the Paris game? If, if you know, if you think over the last five, oh, ten years, which Charles game would be at that kind of level? Leipzig, Leipzig for the for the, Leipzig, for the, yeah. the, the craziness. Okay. Um, yeah, not yeah. many, not many. You're right. There's probably f- yeah. three, four max. You know, okay. yeah, and, and against that quality of opponent, not many. That's the, that, the answer sure. to your question is is there is yes we like saying, don't get me wrong had a decent team at the time and stuff um, we 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 no Anfield was the, the two decades ago no fuck's sake um, you can't, uh, Dortmund Dortmund away maybe in the Champions League under Deschamps when we won three yeah, two yeah but we were lucky. another example I think I think it was I get it, it but I think there's quite a few games under Bielsa where we just played like mesmerising football though that yeah agreed. I, I think. Um, they maybe weren't like not too much in big games. Not, not yeah, they maybe weren't games. like significant big matches, but like the quality the point, of the yeah. football we were playing was just like something we'd never seen before. Um, but um, yeah, Charles, I'm where you've still got a chance to be contrary again. So, what are you going to say? No, it's a PSG game as well. Um, I mean, it was just symbolic of what Marseille should be, and we should be like this at every game physical straight to the goal attacking 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 without stopping just like alex described like a proper boxing match boxing fight so absolutely love it um yeah quick quiz which game got we got the most uh, expected goal difference to lose nope we got lucky on this game we didn't score as many didn't create it as much. Oh as yeah, it, and, and Toulouse actually created a certain amount. Uh, well, PSG then could it, could it be that game? No. Maybe it was the last game at home. Nope. God, that's a hard one. So it was against <laughs> Troyes in end of season when we won 3-1 at home. Oh yeah, when Vitinha missed all those chances. Yeah. yeah. Well, he scored uh, one. Oh, he, oh no, he scored, didn't he, he score two? The first one, the first, the first one. one. After, yeah, two minutes, but he already had five opportunities before really? this one. He messed up not all just the him, uh, Yeah, not just him. I mean, Adil Rami was doing his best to, uh, you know, to give us some, some payback from how shit he was towards the end of his time at the club. Uh, but right. yeah, I did, no surprise. I'm, I'm going to move next, these next guys, because it's getting late, so let's keep moving. Um, so the match you Pete choose, PS Marseille to PSG one in the Coupe de France. Yeah, great. Um, do you know what's kind of cool about that? Like it wasn't even that long ago we beat them before. It was only like two years ago. Um, so I'm probably done too far away from my mic. Um, so it's it's kind of surprising that we've had two wins in such a short period of time after going so many years without beating them. So that's cool. But yeah, I, I think. I would just say as well, there was a number of other games where we beat big teams this last season that you didn't select. So we beat Lyon, we beat Sporting twice, didn't we? 
Uh, we beat Monaco 3-2. So lots of like big victories, but obviously the PSG won the biggest one. Um, so we'll move on to the number six, which is the Golden Boot, the award for the best the best goal of the season. Who wants to go first for that one? Any suggestions? Well, I'll be a All bit right. boring, but it's, uh, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it has to be the Malinowski goal. I mean, it's just smashed that ball, um, you know, in the biggest game of the season in like, it just smashed it with so much power it's what we all wanted to see and you know it, it matches the the start of the game as I say as a boxing match perfectly like it's it's rare for us to to score a goal outside the the box but with so much power was something it was something really special who else so, as you know, I'm a bit crazy. So, I decided to check all the goals, the expected goals, the expected goals after shots to try to see which goal was the most unlikely to get it. Gee, mate, mate, you're not getting a pay rise. I've said this before. No, no, it's fine. It was just for my own fun. And you know what? There are so many goals that Tavares scored and the XG was so low. So, like, <laughs> if we need to give him an award tonight, it is too nice. <laughs> So you have the first game uh, when he scored that goal from the left side. I mean, I was against France, do you remember? And like that three or four like this, like two expected goals, two percent of expected goals. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, have the goal of Arit against Sporting. Do you remember the close delivery and the header? Uh, you know, you know. Uh, I got Paya against Toulouse. The same game that Cola scored that amazing goal with a little um, Rato. And then finally, the one with Under against Toulouse. You know, when he's making his volley from the very tiny, narrow angle. Uh, he had a 3% chance of coming in. Uh, but yeah, for all the emotions, I agree. I mean, it has to be Malinowski. Just, it's just a banger. So, um, so yeah, but if you want to give it to someone, I mean, the first three or four goals of Tavares, I mean, he should have barely scored one goal if you look at the chances. And uh, actually scored four or five. So, uh, so yeah, that's my this time. Player. Yeah, special player. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, anyone got anything, anything else? I, I, I want to, I mean, I, I don't like, as we've done this over the years, Steph, like we, I, I think I've tried to stay clear of giving it twice to the same game or the same player and stuff. Um, I mean, I, I, I really liked, one of my personal favourites was the, the Genduzi goal away in, um, in Frankfurt. Uh, just the, the, the delivery from Mbemba, the, the volley from Genduzi, which we know he's got technique, but in the Champions League and stuff and, and that was that was kind of the decisive game, right? They'd beaten us at home, and and if we'd have drawn that game, we would have qualified for, for the Europa League. Um, and and it's a shame we weren't able to hold on. But that was that was a goal that belongs in the champ in, in the OM Champions League, um, you know, com- compilations of, of of goals. Um, it's at that level. But um, I'm gonna go left field again, and I'm I'm gonna give it to to that really dodgy, awful 
catastrophically hilarious own goal by the Lyon player. Um, he's not an OM player, but that's my favourite goal of the season. It was it was just comedy gold. It was beautiful. Who, who is it who scored for them? Was it Lukemba? Lukemba? Was it? No, him? I, I think it was Malagusta, Malo right? Malagusta. Oh, it's even Malo better. Gusto. Even better. The, the, the 40 million signing for <laughs> Chelsea. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, I'm I'm going to give it to that goal because it was just. The, the really, I remember being at the bar with, the, with most of you, like the release of the emotion after after such a so many misses and thinking the game had slipped away from us, and, and just because it's Lyon and, and because it it came at a time when we were a bit short on on emotions because we'd had to come down after Anti and all of that, we were in a bad period. So uh, I'll, I'll give it to that goal because of its significance and and how funny it was. And okay, <laughs> Thomas. Yeah, I think I will also go uh, against the tide here, and I would actually nominate uh, Alexis' first goal versus Sporting. So uh, the one in which he pressured the the goalkeeper and scored the, scored the goal. I think for me it was really like a quite a special moment because it was the third game we we lost the f- first two games, and then yeah. this is the, a game for everything, right? We actually concede in the fucking first minute of the game. The whole squad is down. And then this guy makes an amazing script, uh, um, sprint, right, to pressure the goalkeeper and actually forces him into an uh, error. For me, it was like a, an example of such extreme professionalism and you know belief and and actually fighting hard for the team that this was for sure not the most beautiful goal, of course, but my favorite goal of the season for uh, for for that uh, that region. He did change mm. yeah, he did change the mindset of the squad. I totally agree. Well, it was a key one, especially uh, in Europe after so many disappointment. I think he released the 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 pressure on the shoulder of everyone and he just showed the way that Tudor wants us to play as well, all out pressure and and just create chances based on that. Okay. Um it's good to have a different a different pick there. Um, thanks for that, Thomas. So the next one, uh, I think only Julian, you're the only one to go still. So do you want yeah, to Yeah, um, uh, yeah, you, you guys all, all uh, propose very different interesting thing. Like there is the Shadon for the of uh, Ben like to go against the the Lyon and then there is um there is the um, what uh, the Alexis goal, the very important Champions League Alexis goal, and then there is the Malinowski goal for me i will go for malinovsky goal because at least personally that's the that's the goal on the um, of the season that really like you know procured me the most the strongest emotion and the biggest emotion and the the most um, really like the the high so um which is you know which is what a goal is supposed to do so so i will go for um i will go for for the mali goal against P- psg personally. okay so that means he got Three votes out of five. I'm kind of surprised with that one because I don't think it's that good a goal, to be honest. It's just a rocket. What? Like, it's just, it's just, oh, it's come not, on, mate. Watch it again. It's not what? that good a goal. He's just Are a you full of whiskey? No, I'm not actually. Um, he he just blasts the ball. He's like in the 18 yard box. It's not even from. It's not like a long range. Yeah, how, how many? How many? Of our, how many times have we have we seen that? If you if dude, you we watched him. Dude, look at this. Uh, we'll go back and listen to like uh, this um, <laughs> episode in previous seasons. Every year we always had a Dimitri Payet scorcher. This, if that's it's the true, best goal true. of the season, that just shows you the quality of goals this season and not. I think it's, yeah, but I think it's more of an emotional choice this year rather than the, the purity of, of the technique and stuff. I, I agree with you there, Steph. But uh, I mean, yes. how many, if you really Payet, Payet was, up, was up for the Puskas Award, wasn't he? 
Yeah, he was, but we we nominated we he got the award last year for that goal, rightfully so, right? But um, if you compare to to that Malinowski goal, how if you if you play them side by side and you look at Clinton NG in that in that Europa League final, it's the same position, and look what fucking Clinton NG does with it from the same position. So so I, I agree with you, it's not the most aesthetically pre- pleasing goal, but how many of our, how many times have we seen? Sanson or, or the likes of that sky from that distance in, in so many games. So here we go. Yeah, it's, it's, right. sometimes okay. it's not the most aesthetically pleasing. That's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So um, the golden boot goes to Ruslan Malinovsky versus Paris Saint-Germain. Um, so well done. Well, so, yeah, yeah, Alex yeah, yeah. will be happy. Yep, his favourite player well did done. something good. He is not. <laughs> Um, okay, right. So that leaves <laughs> that leaves us with number seven. So this is the second last award. This is the weakest link for the Christian Jimenez Award. So we're looking at who was the worst player oh, of the now, season. Now we have choices. Um, and That's... yeah, try not take too long, guys. Um, but yeah, who wants to go with this one first? Um, hmm. Come on, Ben. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I was struggling. We all I was struggling for nominees. Yeah, I was struggling for nominees, and and you know, I gave you a few options when when we we're doing the Twitter quiz and stuff, and uh, and you listened to none of them. But I don't blame you because it was four <laughs> times the same player, um, Dimitri Payet. What the fuck, <laughs> guys? How could you not nominate this dude? The guy was was our player of the season. I said he he. If we had the, an award for the opposite of the Revenant Award, he would he would be it. Um, it's just. <laughs> It's just catastrophic. Um, yes, I agree with some people, and and he's not to blame for all of the, the the you know the bad things that happened this season. But the games he played in, he played he started both games against Strasbourg. We were tuning up and we draw two two. He he well I think he started the second one. I'm not sure. Um, he he was just how many wins did he actually play in? He played barely played in any wins or good performances, and then. Everybody's moaning, oh, why is he not getting his chance? Oh, why is he not, you know, yeah, and I agree with that in some games against Tottenham, notably, you know, you could give him 20 minutes because you never know, blah, 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 blah. And then he gets his chance and he starts coming back and you start thinking, oh, yeah, it's about time. And, oh, yeah, he's obviously fresh. And, oh, he scored a few goals and he's been decisive in in those shit games against, uh, was it Trois? Uh, who was the other game he scored in? Angers at home. We, again, we went 1-0 down. So, and then what does he do? He goes and fucks about in training. And there you go. Um, like he's out of the squad again for disciplinary reasons. And it's like, I'm just how can people not not be done with this fraud? Like, thanks for the memories, man. But but he has to be the winner of this award. He has to be. Just for the listeners, just so they know, like, so as uh, Ben starts on this one, Thomas, you get a notification saying Thomas has left the call. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, Okay, fair enough. So, Payet was I, the worst I, I, in the season. Anyone yeah, um, want to counter that one? So, yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, I, 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 is, it, is it time to sit on Nuno Tavares yet? Or, or, or yeah, you I can come in. Thomas, you want to come in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah take, a, take, take turns shitting on whoever you want, but, but as long as the shit gets dumped on Payet, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, like, I honestly, I think Nuno Tavares is the place that, that irritated me the most since I don't know who. Like, and I, I must tell you, the fact that he scored six goals, it's it's like like a salt on a wound even. Like, it, it because it makes all these people who actually <laughs> didn't watch any of these games, they, they now think that here's like, 
this brilliant offensive player, right? But uh, no, no, he's shit, and I'm very happy that he's gone. Uh, and uh, yeah, but my vote goes for for him, and he will be always uh, the Christian Jimenez of my heart from now on. Uh, it's kind of good that you 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 said someone different. Actually, it's, um, maybe, maybe we can rename and... the award, Thomas. Maybe, maybe we can rename the award. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I I I I agree with that. Like he that guy has like bird brain. Like I I don't think I've seen a player that dumb like in a long time. He just doesn't seem to have a football brain at all. Um, What's, okay. it, what's interesting is is these two guys are the two who had disciplinary problem at the end of the season. So it's not surprises that they are failure because their attitude, their mindset was just been wrong all season, really. Um, no, but, I'll, I'll give my two. Nuno's my two, problem my, wasn't really his attitude, though, was it? It's just like he's just. It was laziness. Nah, you think? Laziness. But do you not think tactically and stuff? He just he's not a very oh, like, yes. intelligent on player. On top of that. On top of that, but I think you know. Every player can progress to some extent, but if you're not focused, if you if your mindset is not right, then then obviously you won't progress. You know, uh, we've seen Taitewo, for instance, who struggled tactically to start with, and it took him time. But he was focused, dedicated, and improved to the level that he was he was a really good player. Um, Nuno Tavares could you know could do exactly like Taitewo if he had the mindset, but he's just a lazy. Lazy bum, really. But I'll go with Ben as well. For me, it's Payet. I mean, the guy was the best player by a mile last year. He's the most talented player on pure skills that we had for the last 10 years, at least. The guy was the captain. And the guys come in um, lazy, out of fitness. And you look at all the key games tried, that we tried, totally fucked he up. He tried, he tried to get two door sacks in, in August. <laughs> yeah, to start I with, mean, yeah. He didn't and when you think about our autographs in Chesterfield. Who has not tried that? Yeah, true. But, <laughs> uh, but, but when you look at, you know, when we fucked up at home against uh, uh, Frankfurt, he, he was starter. When we fucked up against Strasbourg, he was a starter. When we fucked up against us, Ansi, he was a starter. You know, like every time you give him a chance, he fucked it up, basically. And that was that was your captain. So I understand what some people say. Oh, we should have given him a bit of time. And I even said it at some point when you play against, you know, low blocks and so on. He could, he could bring that little sparkle. But the guy didn't deserve it. And he, every time he came on the pitch, I remember watching the second game of the season, a third game against Nart at home. And we were just, uh, I think we, we had a red card, but we were 2-1 up or something. And he came in. And he didn't defend a little bit. And because of that, not almost equalized twice. And I, w- I was purposely watching him. The laziness and the attitude of this guy, I just had enough. And, you know, the best thing, he, he might have a brilliant season next year with the, with his technique and his focus. But just have enough of, of the diva, really, to be honest. Okay. Um, who's next? Hopefully... Someone pick someone different, please. <laughs> Just because it'd be funny <laughs> if he didn't get it. Uh, who, who's next? Uh, Julian? Uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, um, like, in the... In a way, I think Nuno deserves it more because he played much more. He played 31 games. Um, uh, but, um, but, I don't know. He's a young player... Yes, yes, he's shit. Yes, yes, he's a very frustrating player. Yes, he's a mixture of uh, of uh, Nemanja Radonjic and uh, 
and um, who who did I mention last time? I forgot about him already, but um, like, yeah, but still, like, he did what he could. He was a low knee, except for all, all what Alex said and Ben before. I think I have to go for Payet. I have because of the disappointment and because of the you know the whole Olympian Avi stuff he's talked about and the whole the whole and the and the interview he gave in this car uh, with this uh, with uh, Mohamed Bouafsi I think or I don't remember which uh, journalist where he's like so much about winning a title for OM blah 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 and how shit he was against Ansi like how clueless and how how not a leader and etc like a, a, a guy with experience and his uh, and his supposed aura in the club should have you know tried something much harder and he was like lost he was a lost headless chicken like 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 all the cabores and vitinia uh, no vitinia didn't play but you know all the young all the young players on the on the night so no 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 yeah payet payet okay. payet um so that leaves us with uh Charles. yeah i mean contrary to ben and alex I didn't have any expectation for Payet. I gave up on the guy the second season of um, Andre Villas-Boas. I mean, Andre Villas-Boas is just like, he's making his whole career just hold back again. And the following year, he just backstabbed him. So I kind of gave up on Payet, just, just stupid hero giving contract you, for you life. Sorry, before us, you're, you're, you're a visionary, man. I take back what I said earlier. I love you. No, That's but... not true. Carlito was full on the Payet train with me. <laughs> I thought it might happen, but like never happened. Uh, but to me, like Thomas is so right. I mean, I've never been so irritated with a player than you know. I mean, we've seen so many shit players at Marseille, but at least like you know they're shit. But you know, it's just like this so volatile player. Like he could just not make a guy in a box surrounded by three opponents. And then when you tell him to shoot, he's crossing, and we tell him to cross, he's shooting. And that's this, like, non-stop for 31 games. Like Julian says, 31 games, 90 minutes a game of that, making always the wrong decision, not covering, not running, diva, the attitude off-pitch. I just, I think that's one of the most irritating players I've ever seen playing for Marseille. So... I suppose going to probably go to Paya, which I mean I don't understand, but I have very low expectations, so I can't be disappointed. But to me, you know, it's just something else. And I wish a lot of luck to Arsenal fans if he's coming back to the squad, because if he puts one minute feet on the pitch, I mean, it's going to turn crazy. So, uh, so yeah, Nuno Tabares for me. Okay, right. So um, it was a close one, but it looks like Dimitri Payet won the Christian Jimenez Award. So he is the worst well, player of the season. Hey, I'm surprised you, ben, didn't, you didn't decide to vote on this one, mate. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, there's a lot of cat players. Like I think there's players. Vitinia or Malinowski. Yeah, some honourable mentions there. Vitinia and Malinowski is a bit harsh. Maybe uh, Jason, maybe Jason as well. Jason, yeah, I mean, Jason. I mean, uh, he didn't play, did he? Like, but Luis Suarez was pretty. Well, when he did play, he played with Payet, and they were both shit. So what's the yeah. what's the common factor here? Is Payet? There you go. Jason, like, I was <laughs> disappointed about him leaving because I thought he was a very talented player, um, but it just didn't work out. But yeah, um, yeah, Cabori. Uh, Luis Suarez was a great signing, man. Luis Luis Suarez is gonna save us a 
a court case with Watford, so it was a fantastic signing. Yeah, mate, we, we, and, and they, Amira, goals. It was confer- Amira confirmed today that they, they paid the option, right? It's what, 8.5 or 9 million? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Unbelievable. Perfect yeah, it's a in that sense, yeah. Um, that's yeah, he should win signing of the season just for that. <laughs> Brilliant. Played five games, scored three goals, and he's off. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, see, we put it on that, it's just good, yeah. Um, okay, so Dimitri Pai. Christian Jimenez Award, he is the, the weakest link. Um, so that leaves us now with our final award of the the ceremony. So it's the Basil Bowley Award, which is the best moment of the season. Um, who wants to go first for this one? He's not, like, he's not um, putting yourselves forward anymore, so I'll just pick someone. Um, Alex? <laughs> so... For me, I'll choose, like, when I think of this season, I think of the Malinowski goal. Okay, we, we moved on. <laughs> and I think of Kolasinac's header against Tottenham. So, you know, I, it, it, for me, it's, it's the, the, the highest emotional moment of the season. And I know it's not quite the best moment for sure, but I'll say Kolasinac headers again, uh, header that, that he missed against Tottenham, like two meters from the goal. It's still hurting me now. (laughs) Six months later, I still see, I remember the atmosphere in the pub was amazing. We were all like so excited. Um, You could feel it was something special that we haven't done in 10 years. And and we were there so close. I remember Under coming back on his foot and we all knew he was that cross for the second post. And you could see the ball coming slowly towards Colasina East Day. Just have to fucking push it in and just put it on the side. And we all like, you know, oh, it was it was it was a very intense moment. So uh, I'll, I'll go a bit left field and I'll give you to that moment for me. Okay, <laughs> not really the point of the the award, but yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, but um, otherwise it'd be Malinowski goal again, which is not. It's a bit boring, right? So here you go. Okay, uh, who's next? Um, I can go next. I can go yeah. next. Um, I I will also go for a uh, for uh, a goal by uh, I'm not saying stupid. Uh, it's it's Kolasinac against Monaco. The, yes. the the free yeah. Yes. yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was, was a really special. cool game. Yeah, it was a really cool game. Three days after was... missing it. Yeah, Three exactly. After Tottenham, and it was the last game before the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, etc. So it, it was a great moment. And on a personal note, it was it was particularly funny because I was on a I was on a ferry uh, between Tallinn to Helsinki, and I was watching I, I was watching the game. I had a, a OM scarf with me, and I was watching the game in the lobby with about 50 people that absolutely didn't care at all about football. And I was the only one there, like, shouting and, and uh, you know, cheering and dancing. And I was ecstatic on the free two. But I was on my own, so I had to be a bit, you know, half silent, kind of. So I kind of, like, danced with joy, but without making too much noise. And in front of me, there was just this, like, group of maybe 20 or 30 um, Estonian guys, like, just staring blank and looking at their pints. And the, the contrast was fantastic. So I, I like this. I like the moment. So I will go for that. And it was important. Like, I think it, it's good we, we went to the World Cup with this positive frame of mind. It also helped. You know, it played its role, of course, to in, in the fact that we had a good post, um, post-World Cup until, you know, until, like, what? Until, until after the, the second Paris game. But um, but yeah, so that moment 
great moment. And he showed some nice skill as well. So um, yeah. He was nice. Oh yeah, yeah, he was really cool. Okay, who uh, Thomas? Tomac. Yeah, I think uh, all the f- moments that you guys mentioned are worthy of the award. So, so both the Banyoski girl the goal, the, the the Sanchez goal versus Sporting, the two Kolasinets header, the one he scored and the one he didn't score. These are all great shouts. But I would like to go like a little bit personal, personal on that. For me, the moment of the season and the award should go to the to to Marseille supporters actually because I would like to mention the the tifo uh, during the Strasbourg game. For me, it was an insane piece of work. I witnessed it's, it's live, so so for first person, and it was the tifo on the um, International Women Day, uh, and it was made by 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 the by, by women's supporters of of OM. So for for me, it was really really cool, and that I I could actually come home and show this to my to my daughter who who plays uh, football, and and I said said that it's actually made by girls only. So that was very 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 special to me and. My award goes, uh, yeah, to the supporters actually. I think um, that's going to be hard to top. Actually, uh, that's a good one, Thomas. And uh, a few of us were fortunate enough to be there and, and part of that, so that's really cool. Um, who else wants to go in? Ben? Is it Ben? Are you there? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, he, he was too moved by uh, Thomas's words. No, no, <laughs> he was I reflecting on them. I was given another cleaning job by the missus, but I said no this time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, it's always hard when we do this award every season because it's subjective. I mean, it's maybe less hard when there's less of us, but um, yeah, I, get, I, I agree with Thomas. I mean, I mean, we were there together. You, Steph, you were there as well, and shit, yeah, we, the, the TMB crew was all together. That was that was a highlight this season. I guess if we were to look at it purely from the point of this, is you, myself. Steph got out there. Um, sorry, Stefan, you got out there. Ed was there. Uh, Stefan was there. He's been on with us a couple of times. Um, so that that was cool. Um, but to to bring it back into to football terms, and I guess it's it's because the guy was a character, and, and I, I'm going to go with with a couple of moments. But I think I'm going to give it to to what I would call the the Tudorisms that we witnessed at some points, and two moments that stick out were the. Um, the time when he was in the press conference with the journalist and, and the journalist said, oh, you said something. And, and Tudor was like, when did I say that? If you can show me the recording and prove it, I'll buy your Rolex. And the guy was like <laughs> shitting himself. And then he was like, but if, if you're wrong, you need to buy me a coffee because you can't afford the Rolex. And it was just like, whoa, fucking the guy's just there. And then the other moment was, was if we've talked about this, the Lisbon game, the sporting game at home. Do you remember that game kicked off? Was it 15 or 20 minutes late because the sporting bus was late or something? Um, and it was an early kickoff as well. It's not often that we, I think it's the first time OM have played, uh, apart from when we played in Russia, uh, that we've played and like the stadium. Past, yeah, in the Velodrome, it's the first time that we've, we've played an early Champions League kickoff. And so it was delayed. And and the TV cameras caught him. He's in, the, he's in the tunnel and he's like going to the ref. He's like, what the hell's going on? This is fucking Champions League. Da, da, da. And he's going on. And then I think the ref or someone walks past him. He's like, whoa, whoa, who are you? Don't touch me. Don't look at me. And it's just, I think those moments for me were just, um, even though look, he's got his failings and stuff, when when you're a player and you, and you see that and you realise that, you're like, hey, what a guy, like, yeah, I'm going to go to war with this guy for a certain period. It, it had that effect. And then the second thing is, I'm not going to fuck with this guy because he's going to headbutt me. Um, 
so I'm going I'm to go with with those moments, the little the little Tudorisms, the little. Uh, a lot of times, OM play, OM fans, we complain, oh, you know, we don't feel represented by the, the players or the image or the attitude and the grinta. And you know, if I was there, I would do this. Um, and and I felt that uh, despite his failings, he did he did sort of represent that that sort of fighting spirit, no hostages. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the hell? You know, that, oh, he he he, he had the, he had the intention to make sure the OM institution was respected to the best of despite his his limitations. And I'm going to go with those moments because it's sort of it, it, it was entertaining, but it sort of made you realise shit. You know, the guy's not here to fuck about. He's here to to, to be serious and. Um, that's those. I'm going to nominate the, the Tudorisms as, as my favourite moments of the season. And and, and I'll add a little, a little something on, on what you say, because I think that that's very true. Is uh, the, the the chat of Tudor to the squad after the Annecy loss, and and you know the first training session in the morning, the way he, he remotivated the team after what pretty much all of them say was the hardest, you know wrenching defeat of their career for all of them and even Tudor said that he said he's, he's never had the loss that hurt him so much and and the way he can talk to them remotivate them you know showing the the, 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 the anger the, the Marseille spirit and, and passion uh, after that I think that was a, a turning point of the season because we could have easily he could have easily lost the squad and and, and players starting to lose confidence or motivation and and by the way, he can bring you know that kind of attitude and energy and 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 anger, positive anger. I think that that was a key moment as well. Okay, uh, Charles, I think it's your space to to finish this one off. Um, well, that, that's hard after all those great moments we had this season. I mean, you guys went for all very good ideas. Uh, yeah, Malinovsky goal as well. I was about to mention, but uh, because I just can't stand Lyon. And I can't stand Anthony Lopez. This guy had the best game of his whole season. I mean, he looked, he made us look like ridiculous, like we could have scored a goal against him. And the own goal at the last minute to beat them at um, at the stadium. And just to see his face, you know, just like be completely defeated, like this is happening. We finally Marseille has finally won against Lyon. And yeah. I mean, to me, uh, it was a special moment this season just to see Anthony Lopez's face when he saw the young goal. Um, yeah, that was be my highlight of the season. Okay, so we've got five different suggestions there, so that means I'm going to have to intervene and pick one because um, I get those privileges uh, being the host. Um, I, I think, Thomas, I think I'm going to go with your one. I think uh, you gave the most compelling case so uh, the Basel Bowley Award goes for the um, Latifo from South Winners for I think it was was it for International Women's Day? Is it was. It was. Yeah. I mean, um, we were there, right? We had, we held it yeah, up. We, we, yeah, we were there. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. So for me, I, I'll go with that one. I think that's that was the probably the most uh, was it the most memorable moment season maybe for us maybe not for everyone but um but yeah that sounds like a, a special moment so. Well done. Um, and that means that's the end of the show. So we've done all our eight awards. The big one, the Ballon d'Azur, went to Alexis Sanchez. Um, I will be um, tweeting some stuff about this um, in the coming week. But uh, yeah, um, it's good to be back. Um, good to to round the season off with, um, with some fresh awards. But yeah, thanks, guys.
Pleasure as always, guys. And yeah, but, but now we can look forward to, to the mysteries of next season and, and hopefully some controversy, but not too much. Yes. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. signings, quick. We will you do. Can go and you can go and wash the dishes now, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so before we finish, I will just say, yeah, we will we will probably try and reconvene um, in the coming weeks once we start getting some new players in the door. We can um, do some more content and talk about uh, the transfer window, um, which is usually my favourite part of the season anyway. <laughs> I don't watch the games, do I? Alex? Don't watch the games. I just watch it. I just look at the transfers. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, we'll, 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 we'll be back soon. Thanks everyone for listening. And yeah, until next year. Thanks, bye guys. Bye-bye.